Welcome back to our final episode for 2019. I want to thank all of our faithful listeners. We bless God for you. Thank you for tuning into our Prayers Breathing Podcast. We have some great things in store. I am amazed at the goodness of God, his power, his presence, his love, his grace, his mercy. He has done some marvelous things and I'm just so grateful for who he is. And so I want to talk to you today as we close out this 2019 year about overcoming spiritual blindness. I know you've heard many things about 2020 and vision and all these different things, but what God has been putting on my heart for the last few months has been about spiritual blindness and being able to see in the spirit. So it is so important that you're in tune with what God is saying. It is so important that God begins to open your eyes to see in the spiritual realm, because the Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and wickedness in high places. And I believe that God is drawing us near. He's drawing us closer to him, closer to his heart. And he wants to open your eyes that you will be able to see him in a new way. Isaiah said that he saw the Lord high and lifted up and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And so I want to see the Lord and I hope that's your prayer every day, but especially in this new year and what God is getting ready and has already begun to do. All right. So we're going to talk today about some points on spiritual blindness. And I wanted to start with giving you three signs that you may have some areas of spiritual blindness. Now, part of my story, part of my testimony, I grew up with not the best eyesight, wearing glasses and constant eye doctor appointments, nothing out of the norm. Many of us may be familiar with that. And so one thing that I understand is that when you're able to see clearly, it affects everything that you do. It changes your perspective. There's so many great things that come when you have good eyesight and you're able to see clearly. As someone that wore very, very thick glasses as a child, I remember the first time I was able to walk outside and I had contacts in my eyes and I was just able to see so much better and the sky was blue and everything was so much more clear. And that is a moment that I will always remember. It was so good to me. But I want to talk to you today about the importance of when you're able to see in the spirit, when things are not blurry, but you're able to sense clearly what God is doing and see what God is saying in the spirit, because God wants you to walk in clarity, walk in purpose, walk with divine understanding of who you are in him and everything that he is and what he has in store for you. So really quickly, I want to first start with the three signs that you may have some form of spiritual blindness. And we're going to jump right into a story in second Kings chapter six It's a very powerful story. And so we're going to start with verse 11 which reads, therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, none, my Lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel, the words that you speak in your bedroom, 
I love that part. It's so powerful. You really have to read the whole chapter. But the king is having a hard time because Elisha is discerning what the king is saying. He's discerning his thoughts. And it becomes an issue because the king starts to think that somebody is betraying him. And they let him know, hey, nobody's betraying you. It's the Lord that is revealing these things to the prophet. Verse 13. So he said, go and see where he is that I may send and get him. And it was told him saying, surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Now I want to stop here because the servant, and we're going to see how the servant was not really able to see in the spiritual realm, but the servant was gripped with fear when he saw things happen in the natural. So one sign of spiritual blindness is when you are in a consistent place of fear and defeat, even before something happens. One thing that is so irritating about fear, the Bible tells us that fear brings torment and fear will cause you to be afraid of something that has not even happened. And so this servant, he's fearful, he's afraid because of what he sees. And this is why the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind because fear will grip our hearts. But when we walk by faith, we know that we have power. We know that we have love. We know that we have a sound mind because that's what God has given unto us. Second form of spiritual blindness or being blind spiritually is when you constantly lean to your own understanding or what you see. So we have the ability to reason. We have the ability to just have our own logic. And of course, Proverbs 3, 5 tells us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and to lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. So that's when you have the ability to not just go by what naturally makes sense, but you trust in the Lord regardless of the outcome. Third form of spiritual blindness or third sign of having spiritual blindness is when you have a blurred vision of what God is doing, when you are not able to see clearly. And sometimes this shows up in the form of doubt. This shows up in the form of wondering if God is for you, wondering if God has your back, really has a lot to do with identity and knowing who you are in God. And so when you know who you are in God, you know that God is for you. You know that all things work together for the good, for those that love the Lord, and those that are called according to his purpose. And that's in Romans 8, 28, of course. But when you're able to see clearly, you become sharp in the things of the spirit and you operate in a place of faith instead of your emotions. So I want us to jump right back into this story. And so verse 16, it says, so he answered, do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And verse 17, and Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses 
and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Now, this is beautiful because the servant was not blind naturally. Okay. So when Elisha prays for him, this was not a physical miracle. He prayed that God would open his eyes. And so when God opened his eyes, he was able to see the foot, the fire. He was able to see the chariots. He was able to see the things in the spirit. And that's what Elisha was trying to get him to understand that there are more for us than there are against us. And so you have to be able to know that all of heaven is backing you up, that you have power and authority that's been given unto you through the blood of Jesus Christ. And so we understand that by the spirit, because we wrestle in the spirit, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And so when we have our eyes open spiritually, we're able to see that verse 18 says, so when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, strike this people. I pray with blindness and he struck them with blindness. According to the word of Elisha, Elisha was moving in power signs and wonders. You have to read the whole story to see how God caused him to defeat his enemies on every side in a very strategic, powerful uh, way. Now, I just want to revisit verse 15 about the servant because it says, and when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, alas, my master, what shall we do? So the servant was able to see naturally. He saw that there was horses and chariots, but he did not see the things that were happening in the spiritual realm. And this is why it was so important that Elisha prayed for him because sometimes we can get stuck based on what we see in the natural. We can get stuck based upon the situation instead of being able to look up, look into Jesus, looking to see that God is going to fight for us. And so five ways that you overcome spiritual blindness. Number one, pray for God to open your eyes. Pray for God to open your eyes because God will begin to show you things in the spirit. We have had some amazing podcasts. One talks about discernment. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that because when God opens your eyes, you're able to discern situations. You're able to discern people. You're able to operate in the gift of discernment when your eyes are open in the spirit. Second way that you overcome spiritual blindness is by fighting in the spirit. So the word of God is a weapon. Fasting is a weapon. Some things only go through prayer and fasting. So you have to be able to fight with the word of God and fight in prayer and fight in the spirit. Sometimes we are so tempted to fight carnally, but we have to know where to fight and how to win. And we win already when we fight in the spirit because the victory is already won through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Third way to overcome spiritual blindness is to align yourself with people that can see in the spirit. So Elisha's servant just happened to be in a place where he was submitted to Elisha and Elisha was able to pray for him. And so when you have an inner circle, when you have people around you, you want to have people that are able to discern the heart of God, people that are sharp in the things of the spirit, people that know how to pray, know how to fast, know how to hear the voice of God on your behalf. That is so important. It's such a 
blessing. It's such an honor to have those people in your life. And so if you don't have people like that, pray for God to send the right people that will help you in your spiritual journey and your walk with him. Fourth point is to walk by faith. The Bible tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. So we are supposed to walk by faith not our own understanding. So you overcome when you walk by faith. And sometimes faith says, God, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. And we see that Jehoshaphat, he says that in second Chronicles chapter 20. And so we'll talk about that story at another time, but it's very powerful to understand when you are not able to make sense of what's going on, that you are operating in a realm of faith and that faith has the final say. God will always move on your behalf. Fifth way to overcome spiritual blindness is to move in obedience to God's command. And so sometimes we are required to obey the Lord, whether we have all the answers or not. One of my my spiritual father, he's gone on to be with the Lord, uh, the late Apostle Das. He used to say, trust God when you can't trace him. And so I often think about that because obedience is not based upon us having all of the answers. Sometimes we just have to obey in faith and we have to move forward and then things can start to become more clear. But it's important that when God speaks, we obey the voice of the Lord. And sometimes that feels like you're taking in a step in darkness. I don't know about you, but when it's dark, you're trying to get to the closest light or turn the light switch on. But sometimes when we take a step of obedience, we don't always see the end goal. We don't always have the final answer or the final say, but we simply need to walk in obedience and walk by faith and God will honor that. And so Isaiah one verse 19 says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the fruit of the land. And so we have to just take a step by faith and watch God show up. So I want to thank you so much um, for listening. And I pray that God will just continue to open your eyes like never before, that you will see him in a new way and that you will experience the glory of God, the power of God. And in the midst of all the goals and things that we have set I hope that your prayer, my prayer is just to know the Lord in a deeper way and to understand that God alone is our reward and he is great and greatly to be praised. I do believe that 2020 is going to be an epic, powerful year for the kingdom of God, that God is doing some great and mighty and awesome things. And I just pray that you are encouraged. I pray that you are in a place to posture yourself before the Lord and hear what the spirit of God is saying. I want to say a quick word of prayer for you as we close out this episode. God, I pray like Elisha prayed that you will begin to open our eyes to see in the spirit that we will not be intimidated. We will not be full of fear. Oh God, when it comes to warfare and battle. Father, that we will see you high and lifted up. We will know that you are for us and not against us, that you will bring us to an expected end. God, I pray that you will increase our prayer lives. You will increase the time that we spend with you. God, you tell us in James that if we draw near unto you, you will draw near unto us. Oh God, that if we submit to God and resist the devil, he must flee. And I pray, Father, for greater levels of submission, that we will submit to you. We will walk in total 
total obedience. We will walk in power, love, and a sound mind. God, I thank you for everything that you are. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your goodness, oh God. And I thank you that you order our steps, Lord, and that you cause us to walk by faith and not by sight. God bless each and every person that listens to these episodes, to these podcasts. God, I pray that you will bless them, bless their life, bless their family, bless their homes. Oh God, and bless the fruit of their hands according to your will. And God, we thank you and we honor you and we love you and we glorify your name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Listen, make sure you are following us on the gram at Prayer is Breathing. You can also check us out on Facebook at Prayer is Breathing. If you have any prayer requests, you can send those prayer requests to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. We also have some prayer retreats coming up next year, so make sure you stay tuned. Also, if you need any Christian apparel, visit awakechristianclothing.com. We have some watch and pray apparel. Prayer is my weapon. So many different prayer works, t-shirts available for you. So make sure you check those out. You can also follow us on Instagram at Awake Christian Clothing. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you so much for being a part of this year and a part of this Prayer is Breathing podcast. If this episode blessed you, be sure to share it out to others. Happy New Year. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in.